Mo Alley Cox is the name to know this fantasy football season. Welcome back to Two Guys and a Penguin, uh, season, season four. four. This is your host, Logan Little, uh, with my co-host, Mr. Joe Nowitzki. Yes, sir. I'm excited. I, I am excited, Joe. What uh, what have you been doing in the uh, in the off season oh, in man. between our our seasons? In our hiatus, well, you know, we usually lock ourselves away, no distractions, and just dig deep at to uh, what we want our next season to be. Yeah. Um, it took about five months, obviously, um, but we finally we were we were in here. the lab. We were we were experimenting, you know, doing tests. We uh, put running, liquid paper on a bee, on a bee and it it died. Um, ran some focus groups. Um, we honestly, we, we've exploded on Twitter, like yeah. huge following, um, put some feelers out there, right? Kids <clears throat> keep tweeting at me. Kids, kids keep atting us. Uh, when is the next season coming out? We got, I don't even want to show you our, our cash app account <laughs> from all the people who have supported us, uh, over the months asking for season four, but we are back. Um, huge following in Uganda. Shout out to Uganda as well as Germany. Love uh, you guys. We see you guys. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let's just, you know, let's jump, dive deep right into season four. Logan, talk about what we're going to be going through in episode one. Yeah, so we thought, hey, NFL just kicked off Thursday. Big, big slate of games tomorrow. Uh, fantasy football seems to be growing in popularity by the year. And uh, so we're just going to jump in, talk a little NFL, talk a little fantasy football. Uh, we're going to start off with just uh, some fantasy football takes on uh, who's hot and who's not right. at uh, uh, the different positions that we've got, uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Um, again, this is not going to be a who do we think is going to be the best or the number right. one at these positions, right. but who's trending up in our mind and who's trending down. Um so that's where we're going to start, and then we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, what, we, what we're thinking is, you know, the fantasy podcast market is so saturated. You're just going to hear the same things over and over again. So what can we bring different to the table? And obviously, we're big for our hot takes, our bold opinions, um, our objectively true bold opinions. So we figured we'd bring that to the fantasy world. Uh, as Logan said, fantasy is gaining tremendous popularity. Uh, everyone and their mom is playing, so... Um, hopefully we, um, hopefully some of our picks, um, you know, get you thinking. Um, I think, uh, I think it should be an interesting show. We have some big names here that you might be surprised are on our, uh, not list. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to be going through each position who we're hot on and who we're not sold on. So basically if we're, if, if it's a player we're hot on, it's a player that, <clears throat> might be underrated to most, but we think they're going to have a, a big, a bigger year than their ADP suggests, I guess, uh, an ADP being average draft position. Uh, and then not would be the opposite, a player who might be highly touted this year in fantasy that we think, uh, well, let's halt our, halt our expectations. Um, so that's kind of how we're going to be going through, uh, obviously each position and excluding kickers and defenses. Cause you know, who cares? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so let's just get into it. Uh, I'll start with quarterback. Uh, now, the guy I'm hot on for this year uh, is a guy whose ADP is 13. He's QB 13. 
um, outside of the top 10, but I predict that he'll make it easily inside the top 10 at the end of this year, and that's Trey Lance, quarterback for the 49ers. I like his situation. I like the fact that he kind of sat for the first year under Jimmy G, um, got a little bit of playing experience, but I think he's ready for a year two leap. He's obviously got one of the best receivers in the NFL and Debo Samuel. He's also got Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle that can spread the field out for him. Um, not the best arm, doesn't really have a cannon like a Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's obviously an elite rusher, and I think that's how they'll use him this year. Similar to, similar to maybe a Lamar Jackson until he develops that passing game a little more. But I think the depth at running back the Niners have, combined with the fact that, you know, they have a wide receiver in Debo that can run, you know, halfback dives, like literally as a running back. And then combined with his own rushing ability as a quarterback, I think there'll be plenty of opportunities for him um, to make a splash in the quarterback rushing game um, and have a, a solid top 10 fantasy season. So I'm hot on Trey Lance, who is right now being drafted as the 13th quarterback in most leagues. I like that take. I like that take. I, obviously, the quickest way for quarterbacks to score points in fantasy football is by rushing, right? Because rushing stats have so much more value, uh, fantasy wise than passing stats. Um, Almost two times the amount of points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I like I like that. My only worry is that with Jimmy G still on the roster, if Trey Lance stumbles down the stretch, I think they could uh, throw Jimmy G back out there. Six so I don't know if he's like a locked starter for the whole year. Be yeah. my only thing. But. And they did just sign Jimmy G to an extension, so they don't want to lose him. So yeah, that's a good point. They could uh, they could put him back in, but. But I still like the take. I think it'll be good. Um, Were you hot? I'm hot on my guy, Derek Carr, uh, quarterback it. of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, current ADP is 14. Um, I think he's another guy who's going to finish in the top 10. Um, he's got weapons galore right now. You've got Devontae Adams, probably the best receiver, or second best receiver. But, most, maybe uh, most talented. Maybe most physically yeah. talented receiver. In the NFL, you've got uh, Hunter Renfro, who's going to be great in the slot, especially as Devontae's going to take some pressure off him. Darren Waller is one of the best tight ends in the league when he's on the field. Uh, Josh Jacobs is still a great running back, although he's been getting a little bit of hate for some reason I don't understand. But, yeah, he's uh, yeah I think Derek Carr's going to just sling it around. I think uh, Josh McDaniel's going to put him in a great spot uh, to have a successful offense. They got tons of weapons. Their O line's a little shaky, but I don't see that as a huge problem. Uh, the only thing is, he's not going to have a ton of rushing stats. So I think he's going to finish towards the bottom of the top 10. But I think he's yeah. a better option than uh, some people are giving him credit for and some people that are going ahead of him uh, in most drafts. So yeah. I think he's definitely overlooked in most drafts. Yeah. I think he could honestly potentially be top five. He would have to have like a great year, but right. obviously. But. Uh, yeah, I think he's. I think I, I. I'm super high on the Raiders as it is. So yeah, I think so. I. Uh, I really like Derek Carr this year. Now, did Derek Carr have a five thousand yard season last year? I think he did. I believe so. Uh, and he's had a couple four thousand yard seasons before that. So, um, he's kind of like a Joe Burrow in terms of not much with his legs, but enough passing game there to warrant a potential start, or at least a. Uh, you can stream him based on matchups. Uh, I think that's a good. I think that's a good pick for who you're hot on this year. Um, <clears throat> who am I not hot on this year? At quarterback, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers, and I know you have him on your team. And I I, I don't think it's a bad uh, quarterback to have, obviously, uh, reigning MVP. Potentially, uh, what, what was he, back-to-back? 
back to is this yeah. could this potentially be a three p yeah but um i don't love his situation obviously i mean he lost Devonte adams top five receiver easily um was something i should have looked this up before but it was something like 90 percent of wide receiver targets went to Devonte adams so pretty much his only option at receiver and that single-handedly took him to the playoffs so uh, I don't doubt Aaron Rodgers. He's still easily one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live, like without question. Um, I don't love his wide receiver situation. Um, his number one, which he calls him his number one, is Alan Lazard, who's going in most drafts around uh, 40, the 40s um, for fantasy drafts. But uh, And they don't have much depth behind him. Uh, a couple of rookies. He brought back Randall Cobb, who's very old, but I guess is a trustworthy target. Um, he's got Aaron Jones, who he can dump the ball off to, um, which should be fine. But <clears throat> And ultimately, you know, I don't doubt Aaron Rodgers. He'll find a way. Um, but I'm just not as hot on him this year as much as previous years, which I think makes sense considering the loss of Devontae Adams. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is currently going at QB 11 in most drafts, which is two spots behind Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is a bigger upside in terms of fantasy. Um, so, yeah, I'm not as hot on Aaron Rodgers this year. Still love him as a quarterback. Still think he's going to have a great year. But I think uh, expectations need to be downplayed just slightly based on the situation. I think that yeah. goes without speaking kind of. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is um, – Definitely, I'm worried. I don't love him as my starting quarterback. I mean, obviously, he's got just effortless accuracy. He's a beast, but just with the lack of weapons, I think right. I think his best weapons are honestly AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones out of the backfield. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and he um, doesn't really throw picks. Yeah, so I mean, he, he, his like floor is going to be fine. I just think he's going to finish like possibly outside the top ten. Yeah, so I think we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um. My uh, person that I am not hot on is uh, Mr. Dak Prescott. Uh, looks like Dak Prescott's averaging around t- going at 10 in most drafts. Uh, Dak is, I think, um, one, he's got some injury history that is concerning, that is taking away a lot of his rushing. Uh, he's pretty much going to stay in the pocket at this point in his career. And on top of that, uh, Tyron Smith just went down, which looks like yes. a, a season-ending injury. Uh, I think Dak Prescott gets sacked on an average of, like, almost a whole nother – like, his average sacks per game when Tyron Smith doesn't play goes up by, like, a whole sack mm-hmm. uh, over the course of his career. So he's going to get a lot of pressure on him. Uh, that left tackle spot's going to be hurting. And so uh, I just – I don't like – I'm, I'm not hot on the Cowboys um, – as far as the team wide is concerned, I think they got some players who will get some fantasy points, but I don't trust Zeke this much at this point. I don't like uh, Mike McCarthy. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're going to be that good. And I, th- I mean, Dak's going to be fine. He's a good quarterback, but he's not great. I think there's honestly, I had this weird feeling he's going to get hurt, um, and I just don't think he's going to really be top ten. I think I think Derek Carr, Trey Lance would definitely be better options than Dak Prescott right yeah. now. No, I agree in terms of. Who do you want to draft? Uh, obviously, most if you're listening, you play fantasy. Probably already drafted already, but yeah, I would I would definitely take a, a Trey Lance, someone with just a much higher ceiling than D- Dak. Like you said, is, is has to naturally become more of a pocket passer at this point, especially with that injury. Um, I think last year or two years ago. But either way, I like that as you're not hot quarterback. 
Um, and now we're just going to move on right to running backs. So the running back, I'm hot on. A little biased because he's on my team, but I'm going to go with Javante Williams. Um, I love the situation. I love the I love what should happen this season. Um, so last year he split touches pretty much evenly with Melvin Gordon. It was one of the weirder fantasy seasons ever regarding two running backs on the same team having almost. I think I think one was ranked 21 and one was ranked 20. It was basically like they're the same player on the same team, which is really strange. But this year, uh, Melvin Gordon himself has said that Javante is their guy and he's going to be the clear starter moving forward. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I believe he's 29. Javante in his second year should see a big leap. Um, and honestly, uh, Javante Williams' situation reminds me a lot of Jonathan Taylor last year. Uh, him and Naheem Hines, or Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines split touches pretty much 50-50 through, I believe, week five or six. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor ended the number one running back in fantasy. So I think once they hand the reins to Javante, it'll be his show moving forward. Melvin Gordon, a third back, uh, third down back, uh, maybe some goal line work. But I think Javante will see an enormous increase in touches this year. And he's just built. He's just built like like a like a power running back. So, um, and again, he's in his prime. He's twenty three, maybe twenty four. So, um, this should be his big year. <clears throat> so I like him. Uh, he is currently RB twelve in most drafts. So you can get, you can potentially snag him with your second uh, second or even third round pick, depending on how your draft goes. But um, yeah, that is a, uh, he should, I believe he'll easily end top 10. I think he might end top eight by the end of this season. Russell Wilson on the Broncos opens things up. So that offense should be seeing a lot of red zone, uh, possessions. So I love Javante this year. And again, RB 12, I think he's pretty low there. So you can definitely snag him. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Javante would be good. Uh, my hot is going to be. A little strange, but it's primarily going to be Chase Edmonds uh, for Miami. Um, but I also put slash, you know, Raheem Mostert because I don't know who's going to end up getting the most touches. And there's potential if they kind of split, like kind of like Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon did last year, where they both kind of have a cap on their fantasy relevance. But uh, if one of them pulls ahead, which it looks like Chase Edmonds is kind of the number one guy right now, uh, with uh, Mike McDaniels being the uh, – the coach that he is and just his running scheme coming over from the 49ers. I think there's just a huge potential for, uh, for Chase Edmonds to break out. Uh, he's a pretty young guy. Uh, he's, he's also good out of the backfield catching. And so uh, if you're playing PPR, I, I think Chase Edmonds is going to be a potential top 10 running back uh, finisher. Uh, if he pulls ahead clearly from Raheem Mostert. Now, if it flops the other way, I think uh, Raheem could be the same way. Um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I just think with the scheme they've got there, uh, and they got some more weapons so that, uh, the pressure is going to be off the box. The running backs can have a little bit more room to run. Uh, I think Chase, Chase Edmonds is a, is a great pick, um, for where he's going right now, which mm -hmm. I'd have to pull it up. Let me see if I can get there. Um, you looking at, uh, Edmonds? Yeah. Um, Looks like all the way down at like 26 is what I'm seeing. Our average of 20, 29th running back off the board. Yeah, RB28 here. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I think he's going to definitely finish higher than a lot of people. Yeah, no, I, I for sure. We've I already see. seen Cam Akers 
basically fold the whole season. Yeah, and I mean, Chase, Chase Edmonds was very capable of leading the Arizona backfield last year. Obviously, James kind of took over when he got injured, but um, he definitely has the uh, capabilities of an RB1. So I think, yeah, I think 28 is very low on uh, with, obviously, um, a new OC that, you know, should be able to turn that running game around. So I love that pick. That's uh, underrated for sure. Chase Edmonds or Raheem Moser, depending on what you want to predict. Um, and a running back I'm not hot on. Um, I'm going to go Aaron Jones here. Um, the Packers situation. So I guess the Packers wide receiver situation helps him out a little bit, but it also hurts him a lot because the eyes are going to be on the backfield more than the wideouts this year. Um, but even with that, uh, last year he was near a 50-50 split with t- uh, for touches with A.J. Dillon, uh, who is an up-and-coming power running back. Um, I think, I don't know if this year will be the year, but I think next year we'll see more of a Similar to a, uh, a Broncos situation where Aaron Jones is the third down back pass catching and A.J. Dillon is the three down guy uh, that they go with, especially at the goal line. Um, A.J. Dillon's, I mean, if you've just seen pictures of A.J. Dillon, he looks like a Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. He's a, he's a thick dude. Um, and I think he's got what it takes to be their, their future running back. Obviously, Aaron Jones still fine pick. He, he's a pass catcher. Um, most of his points, honestly, probably come from uh, receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. But I would just, uh, again, similar to Aaron Rodgers, I would just lower expectations from Aaron Jones this year. Um, he is getting a little older. I think he would be a fine RB2. Um, and he's going at RB13 in most drafts, which is one spot below Javante Williams, which I think is a fair placement. I think at, at 13, um, that would be a fine place to to get him, but uh, again, I would just lower expectations a little bit considering this the situation in uh, Green Bay as well as AJ Dillon coming on the come up. So that's my pick for who I'm not as hot on this year. Mm. Yeah, uh, the person I picked is, I mean, it's not really a huge surprise, but uh, it's actually Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think most people are probably also not hot on him, but. I, I honestly don't think he's going to be the starter in Kansas City for more than like the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they got some guys, some a rookie Isaiah Pacheco who just kind of blew up in the preseason. Looks like a beast. Uh, I think he's going to end up getting there. Um, yeah, I'm just not sold on. I mean, his his like yards per carry is like bottom out of all the starting running backs over the mm-hmm. past couple of years. He came out of LSU like kind of this expectation to be kind of like the next great like almost like Alvin Kamara ish like catches and runs as much as anybody on the team and he just never panned out now we'll see without Tyree Kill over the full season but yeah I'm not even sold that Clyde Edwards Flair is even going to be relevant for fantasy football by the end of the year Mm. I think that's I think that's safe to say yeah um I'm curious how they use Pacheco this year if he has a chance to even prove that he could be the guy um, yeah, it seems like one of those things where it's like if he gets in a couple games and rips off a couple hard runs and then like gets a hot hand and does that like yeah you know just just has one good game it seems like he's gonna like he could become the guy quickly yeah. at least in in my view it seems if I'm the Chiefs I'm like if someone else has a hot hand I'll I'll give him a shot to yeah number one no, for sure because Clyde I mean Edward Hilaire he's had his he's had a shot he really hasn't delivered 
Um, so it's kind of, he doesn't necessarily deserve that RB1 spot. Um, he doesn't not deserve it, but there's no reason um, to not try out someone else. Right, exactly. Yeah, if yeah, someone else is performing better, it's not like he's not. Yeah, no, for sure. He doesn't have any kind of record to state that, like, it's a down season it's for his him. Position, like, right. It's kind of a make or break year for him. Yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. Um, so, yeah, you're not hot on Clyde Edwards Hilaire at running back. So now we're going to go to wide receiver. Um, who am I hot on this year? Uh, if you were watching football on Thursday, you probably recognize this name. Uh, he had a great game, and that's Gabe. Well, was Gabriel Davis. Now I guess he wants to go by Gabe. Which I don't blame him. <laughs> so Gabe Davis is the guy I'm hot on. And that's not just because of how well he played Thursday. I was hot on him in the draft. I was planning on potentially proposing a trade to the guy in our league who had uh, Jacob. Shout out to Jacob, who has Gabe Davis, um, a great wide receiver, too. Uh, on any team, if you got him later in the draft and he's your flex, even better. Um, he's right now going at wide receiver 25 in most drafts, which is very low, um, considering he's the num- clear number two on the best team in the league, arguably maybe the best offense in the league uh, in the Buffalo Bills with probably the best quarterback in the league currently at jo- with Josh Allen. Uh, Cole Beasley gone, opens up more targets. Um, and as we saw on Thursday, I, I personally had not seen much of Gabriel Davis before um, Thursday, but uh, watching him Thursday, I was like, man, the dude's huge. I mean, he's got good he size. Huge, yeah. um, the Bills have really not had big size at the wide receiver position in a long time. Um, so that changes things up for sure on that offense. Um, great deep ball guy, as we saw, and Josh Allen loves throwing to him. So I think that'll be a fantastic situation, open things up with Stefan Diggs taking the number one corner that they face each week. Um, I think him and Allen will just develop more of a rapport. Uh, is, that, is that a word? Rapport? Yeah. Rapport. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Together as the season goes on. Um, so, yeah, I love Gabe Davis. And, again, he's going wide receiver 25 right now. That is a steal um, if you haven't drafted yet, which most of you probably have. But um, – if you miss the opportunity to trade for him, you might have to give up a little more now because we can see what he's worth. But I like Gabe Davis as my hot receiver this year. I think he could easily finish top fifteen. Yeah, I like I like Gabriel Davis a lot. Uh, or Gabe. Gabe. Sorry, Gabe. I like Gabe. Uh, I like Gabriel better, but uh, <laughs> my my hot is going to be Rashad Bateman. Yes. A little biased because I do have him on a couple of my teams. Actually, he's kind of the guy I was targeting a lot in later rounds, but, uh, yeah, I think Ravens, uh, Lamar is going to be, hopefully if he can stay healthy all year, um, obviously they're going to lean heavy on the run probably, but, um, Rashad is pretty much the only wide receiver of any note on the entire Ravens team. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Mark Andrews target share is going to go down from last year. I think that was put to part of just like the situation that he found. I think Rashad Bateman is going to be a better, player than he was last year and get a lot, a lot of targets that Hollywood Brown was receiving. So I think he could be, um, you know, I think he's got a lot of potential. I don't think he, like red zone wise, I don't know how many scores he's going to have, but uh, especially if you're playing PPR, he's going to get, he's going to get a lot of looks in the passing game. So um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say other than that, but I think he's definitely going to be, I could see him top 20 easily. Top 15 mm-hmm. would be a great season for him. So is this his second year in the league? Was second he year in the league. Okay. He, he missed the first half of the league uh, year last year. He was injured. And when he came in, he 
played really well behind Hollywood Brown. So mm-hmm. now without him in front of him, I think he's going to really kind of pop yeah, off. Definitely has a huge opportunity. Hopefully he can take advantage. Um, so the receiver, I am not hot on this year. Uh, maybe a surprise. I'm not hot on AJ Brown. It also might not be a surprise. Um, I don't love the quarterback situation. I love Hertz for fantasy for himself, his rushing ability. I think he'll be top five by the end of the season. Um, but as a passer, we really haven't seen much from him. I know he's still a young quarterback, um, but he had Devontae Smith last year, Dallas Goddard last year, and he still didn't really produce flashy passing numbers. Um, and especially with Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, I think AJ I think AJ Brown is still the number one target there. But with two other reliable targets that have already been there a year, I think uh, it might hinder A.J. Brown's ability fantasy-wise. Um, and, yeah, there's too much unknown with that offense. It's very run-heavy. We don't really know what they're going to do this year with A.J. Brown, how they're going to use him. Um, obviously, we saw he was really hit or – A.J. Brown was really hit or miss last year. He had that one game where he had, like, 35 points or something crazy. And then the rest of the season, relatively quiet, um, at least before that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like in terms of passing, Jalen Hurts is a downgrade from Ryan Tannehill. So um, it'll just be interesting to see. He's currently going as wide receiver 10. I think that's a little too high. Um, yeah, I, I I was not quick to, to take A.J. Brown. I obviously didn't get him. But, um, yeah, I'm just not as hot on him this year. Uh, with the Eagles, so yeah, I'm I'm with, I'm right there with you on yeah. that. I'm definitely not high on on AJ Brown, or mm-hmm. really, yeah. I just don't I don't see that panning out well. Yeah, uh, the guy speak. I got, yeah, I'm he, he, picking here. Uh, I changed up at the last minute, but I think this is probably be mm-hmm. the biggest surprise on the board. Is I am not hot on Tyreek Hill. Uh, good old Tyreek right. Hill. Um, you know, I see this as uh not as big of a spiral as we saw Antonio Brown go down, but I I think we could see something similar here with Tyreek Hill. Like we've seen it before where these great receivers uh, either change teams or have an injury and then come back and are just not the same. Like Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, hmm. uh, even DeAndre Hopkins to an extent. Like receivers can, can quickly fade from yeah. fantasy relevance. I'm not saying Tyree Kill is going to be that dramatic. I just don't see him. He's like right now at uh wide receiver like seven or eight. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I don't think, I think if I was, as I was watching the games, uh, Kansas City games, it always seemed like half his yards came from Patrick Mahomes scrambling and then flinging a 50 yard pass yeah. for him, like burning the safety. He's just, he's just, he's just so fast, but I don't think two is that guy. I don't think he's got the arm strength to really like, even that one play that uh, they had in the preseason together Tua underthrew him. And right. so I don't know. I know Tyreek's kind of going like talking how, how much he loves Tua, but of course he's going to be saying that Antonio yeah. Brown was saying the same thing about the Raiders before he melted down. So, <laughs> I, I think that if Tyreek Hill doesn't have a great first couple games, he's going to be pouting and just like it's going to be done. Yeah. So I, like I think AD he's going. I think he's going to be good. I just don't think he's going to be great. I don't think he's a wide receiver one this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I just don't trust Tua very much, and I don't like Tyreek's like general attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like a it's it's a big potential downward spiral for him. Now again, yeah. I could be wrong, but I see that as a big possibility. 
yeah, I think as a if you've taken him as your wide receiver one, that's a that's a big risk to take, especially if he's going at seven. There's some other guys towards the bottom of the top ten that you could take. That would be at least much safer of an option. Uh, but if you're going for that big potential, I think Tyreek's your guy uh, if it works out um, with Tua. But uh, I agree, like Tua's a tremendous downgrade from Patrick Mahomes. So curious how that shapes out. Um, all right, so to round out our fantasy team, if you will, we're going to end with tight ends. Um, a guy I'm hot on this year at tight end. Um, I don't know if it would be – it's not really a hot take because a lot of people are hot on him, but I really like Dalton Schultz this year um, with um, Mark Cooper and Cedric Wilson gone and Michael Gallup injured at least for the first couple weeks, I think. Um, Dalton Schultz should be a massive target share and he's already super talented as we saw in the second half of last year he really took over as their guy um, even with a, a stacked roster he was almost their number two um, target behind C.D. Lamb so uh, even more so with Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson gone he should be um, right up there with uh, in targets with C.D. Lamb so and I know you were saying Dak um, is going to come a little bit more down to earth this year. But uh, I think with a more open, um, with uh, more with more opportunities for targets, uh, I think Dalton Schultz will replicate what he did at the end of last year. Uh, right now he's going at tight end six. I think that's pretty fair. I could even see him at five. Um, I like his situation better than George Kittle. Um, yeah. I like his talent more than George Kittle. Um or I think he's on par with like a Darren Waller. Um, he's still super young. He's more of a Travis Kelsey than like a, a blocking tight end, like a Mark Andrews or a George Kittle even. Um, and especially on that high powered offense uh, team that relies so much on their offense. Um, even if it is in garbage time, I think Dalton Schultz will be a fantasy uh, league winner, honestly, at the tight end position. So even at six, I think he could even go just slightly higher. So, I love Dalton Schultz this year. I like that pick. Um, for me, uh, the, the the tight end I am hot on is Mo Alley Cox. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. Huge. Uh, just kidding. I don't think he's going to be relevant at all. Oh, he's maybe, garbage. Maybe he is. I don't know. He had like one reception a game <laughs> last year. So. Um, no, I think uh, the, the person I'm actually hot on uh, is Evan Ingram. Um, I think – I, the reason I say that is because I think you've got your top like five or six. You know, you've got Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Dalton Schultz, George Kittle, Darren Waller, uh, but then kind of and Kyle Pitts. Yeah. But after that, I think you've got kind of a lot of people who are going to be uh, literally almost the exact same. Um, but I think Evan Ingram is the guy that I could see kind of jumping up into that next tier mm. if uh, if if everything works out. Uh, he's on the Jaguars this year. Um, Doug Peterson has traditionally leaned heavily on his tight ends as receiving options. Uh, so I think he's got a good chance there. He's even available in most leagues that I've seen. Um, I think it's obviously a huge risk. I wouldn't pick him up as like a guaranteed starter, but I'm super hot on the fact that he could wind up top 10, hmm. potentially top seven tight ends. If, if everything works out and the Jags are better than they were last year, which I, I definitely expect they will be. Um, I think he could be like the number two or three receiving option behind Christian Kirk and probably Travis Etienne. So um, I, I'm hot on Evan Ingram. Again, I, there's big risk there, uh, not mm -hmm. sold, but uh, I think uh, 
I think he would be a sleeper to watch out for. Yeah, I'm seeing here he's going at tight end 24, which is very low. Um, I think he can definitely jump up tremendously from 24. Um, yeah, that's a, that's kind of a high risk, high reward kind of maybe as your backup tight end in case he pops off. Um, so I like that pick. Uh, a tight end I'm not sold on this year as much as other people is Cole Komet. Um, I don't think he could be a viable weekly fantasy starter. Um, I think the Bears situation is similar to the Eagles, maybe a little bit worse in terms of passing. Um, their O-line got way worse. Their defense isn't what it used to be. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the offense to kind of deliver. Um, but I don't think Cole Komet is going to do much damage in the passing department. Obviously, Justin Fields uh, seems to like Darnell Mooney more than any other pass catcher on that team. They have a good connection. Um, and in terms of their goal line work, uh, David Montgomery was actually seventh in the league last year in goal line touches. So they like to hand it off in the goal line. They would probably run some read options with Justin Fields. Uh, definitely a run first offense. Um, so I don't know how much damage Cole Komet is going to do fantasy wise. Um, you might get it might vulture a couple touchdowns he he'll most likely be a touchdown dependent tight end might want to stash him maybe you stream him based on matchups but i'm not sold on him as a starter uh, at all he's currently going as tight end 12 which i think is actually fair um but i wouldn't i wouldn't take him unless you want a backup for a bye week or maybe you see a good matchup one week but i'm not sold on cold commit uh on the bears i'm just not sold on the bears at all this year so I think that's more what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I would agree with it there. Uh, my uh, tight end that I'm not hot on is actually kind of somewhat uh, dependent on what I saw Thursday night, but it's Dawson Knox. Mm. Uh, Dawson Knox is going at uh, pretty much right at tight end nine or 10. Um, and I know he was getting some hype in the preseason because he signed a new contract for your extension. And uh, the Bills offense is explosive. Uh, but he had one target on Thursday mm -hmm. night against the Rams when the Bills were pretty much getting whatever they wanted on That's offense. True. Josh Allen was hot, uh, 26 completions, and one went to Dawson Knox. Um, I just think there's too many too many mouths to feed on that offense right now. Um, Devin Singletary looked great out of the backfield, yeah. was running like a madman. Um, Stephon Diggs is obviously Stephon Diggs. Gabriel Davis looked great. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie looked good, and even Jamison Crowder yeah. uh, was was getting a lot of looks. So um, the one catch that Dawson Knox had was like a little screenplay that got five yards. So um, I don't expect it to be that bad every every time, but uh, I, I don't know. There, I think there was some expectation to see maybe a, a big jump for Dawson Knox, and I just don't think it's coming. Um, I think they just have too much wide receiver talent for him to get that many looks. Yeah, I think that's a problem for a lot of receivers fantasy-wise in the league. Uh like with the Chiefs, obviously, Travis Kelsey was their number two target and talent-wise way better than any other receiver they had aside from Tyree Kill. So I think I think you're right, similar kind of deal where there's just too much talent to uh, – unless, you know, they run specific plays designed to get it to the tight end, maybe in the end zone. I think it'll be similar to Cole Komet, very touchdown dependent. Um, not going to see a huge number of receptions if you're playing PPR. So uh, I like him as you're not hot – for this year and that rounds out our who's hot who's not for fantasy football um 
So we're gonna take a quick uh, 30 second ad break and then we're kinda, gonna come back and talk uh, predictions for this year in terms of good old football, no fantasy, but um, our playoff predictions, who we think is gonna win it all. Teams were, I don't know, teams were hot and not on this year. So um, we'll be right back in 30 seconds. All right. So now we're going to just close out with a little bit of football talk, not fantasy, but our predictions for the NFL season this year. Uh, teams we're big on, teams we're not sold on. Uh, we're going to go playoffs, Super Bowl, as well as kind of who we think is going to improve the most or decline the most. So let's get right into it. Uh, Super Bowl predictions. Give us your Super Bowl picks. All right, Super Bowl picks. Um, I went with more of a best bets than a straight up what I think is going to happen. Ooh, good odds. Um, and I just also went with my gut. And so I'm going Vikings versus Bengals. <sighs> Not a Super Bowl prediction you're going to hear very often. I like uh, it. I think the Vikings, um, man, potentially uh, maybe have one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, Kirk Cousins, perennially underrated, never turns the ball over. Uh, Justin Jefferson could be the best receiver in the league. Adam Thielen's a great second option. Irv Smith is going to be a good tight end. He honestly will. Um, Dalvin Cook, if he stays healthy, and the the defense is going to be good if they can stay healthy. That's the biggest thing, I think, for them is keeping the defense healthy. Right. Um, But honestly, honestly, my biggest biggest thing for the Vikings is just that they're new coach. You know, they've Mm -hmm. got – they're just going to be great. Yeah. with uh, old Kevin O'Connell, another former Redskins assistant turned offensive coordinator, now turned head coach. Last year took the Rams to the Super Bowl, had a record year with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. I think he's going to be a beast. It seems like all those Redskins coaches take a run to the Super Bowl, and I think it's <laughs> Kevin O'Connell's turn. It's scripted. Uh, it's scripted. It's ready. It's ready. Uh, the Bengals, I, I just think um, I think the AFC is going to be insanely hard to come out of, but uh, – they just got some big game winners, man. Joe Burrow just wins big games. Yeah, and so I just trust in that. Uh, so I'm just saying that. But I'm going to say Vikings take it. Uh, That's Vikings amazing. take it. I love it. I love seeing that. The Vikings have been overdue for a playoff run. They've been getting screwed over all the regular se- every regular season the past couple years with close games. So that's an awesome pick. Um, I went a little safer, but I'm also big on this team. Um, I just love this team. Uh, my Super Bowl predictions are Chargers versus the 49ers. Um, I love the Chargers. I'm picking them to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm big on Justin Herbert. I think he'll be league MVP. I think, well, it'll be close, him and Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen will win the popularity factor, but I think Justin Herbert will give him a run for his money. Uh, I love the Chargers situation right now. Their offense is stacked. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, uh, Josh Palmer, they have a great coach, uh, and they just improved their defense with one of the best corners in the game, I think J.C. Jackson. Yeah. So they uh, now have an elite corner on defense. They have all the pieces. It's just going to be a matter of getting through the Bills. I think it'll be Chargers, Bills, and the AFC Championship. My bold prediction is that the Chargers take them. Wouldn't be surprised if the Bills win it all, though, obviously. Um, and then the 49ers, again, uh, great defense. I think their quarterback situation improved slightly with Trey Lance. Obviously, there's still Jimmy G as a backup, but I think the Niners have all the pieces necessary and the NFC's wide open. I don't know yeah. who's going to come out of the NFC. It could be the Bucks. If it's not the Bucks, I think it'll be the Niners. So 
that's a great setup for the Niners to uh, take the NFC because it's so wide open. Everything is yes. shifted to the AFC. So uh, it could go any way in the NFC. But my pick is the Chargers, and your pick is the Vikings for the Super Bowl winners. Um, so let's move on to our playoff predictions. Your playoff sleeper. So someone um, that w- most people wouldn't expect to make the playoffs that make the playoffs. Um, your playoff bust, which is a team that should have made the playoffs but doesn't. And then playoff choke, a team that makes playoffs but loses in probably the first round we're going with. So let's hear your sleeper for the playoffs. Yeah, so my uh, sleeper for the playoffs is going to be the Carolina Panthers. Uh, there's, I know they've gotten a little bit of buzz, but uh, I think they, I think they don't win the division. I think the Bucks win the division, but I think they're clearly the second best team uh, behind the Bucks. I think they take it. Um, well, I guess the Saints are going to be okay on defense. Well, they'll be great on defense, but I don't like their <laughs> offense. But yeah, uh, I think the Panthers are going to be good. I think they'll sneak into a wild card spot. Um, they, uh, I think Baker Mayfield is a vast improvement on Sam Darnold. Uh, I like their receivers in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey is obviously Christian McCaffrey. If he stays healthy, I, it's all dependent on him. Yeah. Um, and then I think their defense going to be tops in the league um, or one of the best in the league. Kind of, they, they were one of the best teams in the league as far as yards per game last year. Um, I think they'll repeat that. Uh, their secondary is going to be awesome. Jeremy Chin, um, he's a beast. Uh, Shaq Thompson is going to be healthy this year. So the, I think they'll be overall good. I think they're going to go something like, uh, nine and eight and sneak into the second wild card spot maybe. Um, so they're my sleeper for the for the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good sleeper. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought Panthers, but um, I can see it. Especially again, NFC's open. I think that wild card spot would be right for the taking. So that's a good pick. Um, sticking with the NFC, my playoff sleeper is actually the Commanders. Um, Jake will love this one. I love Carson Wentz. A huge improve. He's the best quarterback they've had in a very long time. Uh, a, almost MVP uh, his his uh, his one year um, basically led the Eagles to the playoffs that year obviously he got injured before they won the Super Bowl but he is a quarterback with experience uh, which they desperately need and they obviously already had most of the pieces together before him uh, Terry McLaurin if Logan Thomas comes back healthy uh, improved O-line improved defense one of the best defensive lines in the game um, so I think the commanders are set up to succeed, especially in that division. Um, it's pretty wide open. It could be a lot of people are high on the Eagles this year. They might take the division, but I think the commanders will definitely snag a wild card spot. So don't count them out just because of Carson Wentz. I think he's super underrated. Uh, Kirk Cousins esque in terms of the underrated um, level of appreciation for Carson Wentz. So I like the commanders to sneak into the playoffs mm. and then, Going with your playoff bus, the team you don't think will make the playoffs despite all the hype. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. Um, I, you know, they, uh, I, I, th- I know they got the new contract done with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I think they're kind of choke artists, uh, especially late down the stretch. We saw it last year. Um, they kind of pretty much, uh, you know, just snuck in there. Well, not just snuck in there, but they really stumbled down the stretch last off. year and then got demolished in the first round. Um, so I think we'll see that again, uh, I think. But at this point, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I I don't like their offense without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I think Kyla Murray's potential bust for this year. Like, I don't know. He just 
I, I think he's a short-lived like NFL player, mm-hmm. um, and that's just my gut feeling. I don't yeah, think back that. Up. I, I could be totally wrong, but my car. The Cardinals, I think they play in a pretty tough division outside of the Seahawks, um, and so I think they're just gonna they're gonna miss they're gonna stumble and miss the playoffs. Hmm. I like that pick. That's bold, but I can see it happening. Um, my team, my pick for doesn't make the playoffs uh, might be another big surprise. I'm going with the Packers. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers is a winner, and he you know he works with what he's got. He's played his whole career with like one good receiver. Um, and he's made the playoffs, even taking the number one seed in some years. But I think this is the year he comes a little bit back down to earth considering his wide receiver situation. Uh, I think the Vikings win that division, and I think the wild card spots get snagged by teams outside of the NFC North. So my bold call, the Packers don't make the playoffs. I think they might still have a winning record at 9-8 and eight potentially, but um, I don't uh, – yeah, I – Maybe they go eight and nine. Maybe they go seven and ten. I don't know. I don't see them really repeating their success this year. Um, I know it's a bold call. They'll probably end up still making the playoffs, but you know, I've got feeling something will happen this year. So I like it. I like Packers, and if they make it, they'll choke. So yeah. Speaking of choke, we're going to move on to our playoff choke. Uh, This is a team that you think is going to make the playoffs, but then do poorly in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think they will probably. Um, I think they're going to come in second in the NFC AFC North. Uh, I think the Bengals take it, um, but the Ravens have a lot of expectations. Uh, Lamar, I think, didn't get the contract done yesterday, so we'll see how that all plays out. But uh, I think the Ravens are a team that I just don't trust running quarterbacks in big game situations. I think the best indicator of success in the postseason is a quarterback that has high passing efficiency, and Lamar Jackson is just not that. And so I think I don't think I don't see them winning big games, um, and I think they'll just choke in the first round and be done. Yeah, they tend to they tend to do that the last few seasons. So uh, unfortunately for Lamar, might be another uh, unfortunate ending to a season. But my playoff choke, a team that I think will sneak in but kind of get smoked in the first round, is the Colts. Um, pretty hyped every year, but don't necessarily deserve the hype every year. Uh, considering their performance. They're always pretty solid, but nothing more. Um, obviously, they have you know, a great team. Jonathan Taylor, great defense. Matt Ryan at quarterback, I don't know how that'll play out, but I'm just going, like you said, I'm just kind of going gut. I don't think the Colts will make it very far. They tend to make the wild card game and then lose. So I think that's going to be a repeat. Um, yeah, I think I think for them to make a deep playoff run, they're just going to need uh, their guy at quarterback, which they seem to have not found yet. Yeah, just keep recycling people who are like old, a million years old. Maybe if they got Tom Brady, they would have won. But, um, yeah, so that'll be our Super Bowl and playoff predictions. So we're going to go rapid fire real quick, 60, 90 seconds, uh, most improved team, most declined team, and what you think their record will be. Uh, most improved, I'm going Jaguars. Uh, I think with Doug Peterson at the helm, I think he'll be a great co- coach for Trevor Lawrence's career. Uh, I think they got better on offense. I don't know as much about their defense, but uh, I'm going to say they went three and fourteen last year. I'm going to go. They go seven and ten. I think they take Let's a see. big leap in yeah. Trevor Lawrence year two. I think he's going li- to start to live up to the potential that we saw in college. And uh, yeah, I think they take a big jump. Hmm. I like that. Uh, most declined team. Uh, most declined, I'm going Cowboys. 
Uh, last year they went 12 and five. I think this year they fall back into that uh, first team to 500 in the NFC East and yes. go eight and nine. Um, I think, I, like I said, I think their season took a big hit without Tyron Smith. I think with that limits Ezekiel Elliott's uh, just overall efficiency. I think Dak Prescott, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust his injury history and uh, yeah, I'm just not sold on them. I think they had an outlier defense last year. Um, I don't think they're going to have nearly that again. The amount of turnovers and touchdowns that their defense scored was outrageous. And I think yeah. they're going to come back to the mean on that. And uh, we'll see a big drop off. Hmm. Go pick Cowboys. Yeah. Never can never count on them each year. So uh, most improved team for me, I'm going lions. This is a popular one this year. Um, they played well at the end of last year. Obviously the record doesn't show it at three thirteen and one, but they have, they have the pieces. I mean, Jared Goff, not the best quarterback, but I mean, they've, um, their, uh, their number one receiver has, uh, made himself known in Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, as well as TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift, and they have, they've made improvements on defense. And I love Dan Campbell. I think he's the best coach. I think he's the most lovable coach in the NFL. So I like the Lions, uh, going eight and nine this year. Um, I don't know if they make the playoffs, but I think they have a tremendously improved season. And I think most declined team is definitely going to be the Titans. Somehow they ended up with the number one seed last year, despite not much of a offense or defense. Very, very solid on both, but nothing great. Uh, Derrick Henry obviously going down with the injury, but they still somehow snag the number one seed. Um, so mad respect for Mike Rabel. But um, with the loss of A.J. Brown and a declining receiving core and just an overall offensive decline i think i don't think Tannehill's their guy hopefully malik takes over and takes them to the playoffs but um yeah defense nothing special i don't see that they could possibly repeat their 12 and 5 season last year i have them going 7 and 10 this year um relatively easy division but i think again like the jags the colts could both uh you know potentially sweep the titans which would be wild but that's my bold call for this year most improved lines most declined at titans and that pretty much will wrap it up. up up here. <laughs> and All just, right. uh, so, just uh, one last, uh, just, I just want to mention, you know, I, I think most improved player should be Mo Alley Cox for this year. Yeah. Mo Alley Cox sleeper MVP pick. Uh, I'll put all my, <laughs> we bet our pot of our fantasy football pot on Mo right. Alley Cox to win MVP. So, handsome, um, also don't sleep on Tariq Cohen or Zach Moss. Always great players to have on your roster. Um, outside of that, I think at this point we're pretty much done. Hit us back with your sleepers and your hots and knots and who you think yes. is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, until next time, I guess penguins, penguins can't, can't fly, fly and neither can we.